0: And gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. Oh, and while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends.
1: Yeah, Ready now.
0: Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtracks to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars return to the starting lineup. Here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. belts on welcome so welcome back the triple m dead set legends
1: i do like that opening but the theme of the song really should be two out of three ain't bad because oh, it's nice to be back after three weeks away um but candace isn't here because she's in transit uh she was with uh, dave in melbourne and coming back to sydney uh so uh we have a special guest but before that my thanks to elliot lovejoy who did a sterling job well richard i only heard 10 minutes of the show um When I'm on holidays, I just cut off from everything, right? So I got back last Saturday and Mm. I was in the car driving home and I listened to 10 minutes. Firstly, I've never heard anyone sound more triple M in my life than Elliot, so he fit right in. But also, (laughs) also, either he's done his research or he's a very good reader of people. Because he had absolutely no respect for you or Candace and I absolutely loved it. Elliot, you are welcome back here anytime. Let me explain that. He was giving it
2: to you blokes. It, Hello, it, it, Rich. It.
3: Hello, Dan. Great to have you back. Hello, Woodsy. Um It's um, It's it's interesting, you know, when he first started off very tentative, mm. just doing it straight, filling in the gaps, playing bus driver. We said, no, no, it's not how this show works. Yeah. Elliot, if that's your real name. Elliot, <laughs> like Julie. And... Um, and then by the third show, he's just giving it to everybody. That's the one I heard, Rich, and it was great.
1: Aaron Woods, hello to you. Yeah, thanks Jeez, for having you us. You are Mr Triple M, aren't you? You were on the Drive Time show yesterday. Yeah, I just come off the bench, mate. Whenever they need me, I'm always there, mate. I'm just floating
4: around, so get the core
1: straight in. Just beautifully. It's like your game, isn't it? Now, exactly right. <laughs> nothing's changed on this show, uh, Candice <laughs> Mondier, but high drama before we got on air. Because uh, Richard's in Melbourne for Derby Day, why are you in Melbourne, Rich? I know it is. Have to saddle up a couple of runners on Derby
3: Day. That's why. Excellent. Are they are they chances? Uh, well, one I thought one would win until we got the soft track this morning. A very soft track, so that that threw that mm. in a bit of confusion. But yeah, one another one's got a good chance. We'll okay. talk about it
1: later. We'll do the tip just before uh, the eleven o'clock news. Um, but as usual, when we have someone on the road. And it happens to all of us. Candice, me, Rich. Uh, there's always technical dramas you know they're there at 9.30 setting up can't get through can't get through can't get through this was a 25 minute exercise
3: at 5 to 10 he's come good what happened Richard? be honest I I had everything connected perfectly and there was just one button the one that said <laughs>
1: <laughs> you fool! Ah, they're, they're getting into change wires and do this.
3: He forgot to turn the on button on. Greg Blewett <laughs> That's is not exactly true, but Greg, go on. You
1: just said it. You just
3: no, said it, I was, didn't it, press. Connect. It was a very intricate Wi-Fi connection to a modem thing. Man. Greg Blewett is going to join us next. Um,
1: we got a big show, a bumper show. Greg Blewett talking cricket. What a bummer! Last night it was washed out. Socceroos take a stance. Hmm. Uh, Netball uh, in the news once again. Tim Payne made some fascinating revelations. We've got Josh Aloyer putting the Manly Rainbow jersey back in the news. We've got Brad uh, Pitt snubbing the F1 reporter. Richard's Melbourne Cup team, uh, Melbourne Cup tip. And the Rugby League World Cup—it's all happening. One triple three five three, and we do it for sports bets. If
0: it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead and legends Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candice Warner.
1: We're all confused. Rich and Woodsy, uh, was that good last night? Well, we wanted to see cricket, so it wasn't good last night that that bloody game was washed out. Australia, England. That nice to bad. see. Nice to see Melbourne get some rain too. Occasionally. Um, but I don't know, Rich. I, I sort of think it's a good thing because all we've got to do now is thrash Afghanistan and Ireland. Although the way we're going, that's no guarantee anyway.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's what we've got to do. We've got to thrash the last two teams to get the run, our you know, run rate up. So if we can do that, we, we might be able to defeat the others. But don't worry. The others that are all on level scores with us, they've got an opportunity to do that too. Yeah. Although England's lost to um,
1: Ireland, that's good. we've got a Greg Blewett from Triple M Cricket, good morning to you.
2: Good morning, guys. Yeah, what a bloody shame, eh? I's, uh, I went out for a couple of beers after the show last night, Triple M Rush Hour here in Adelaide, and was raced home to see the cricket because I'd been on the radar. I was thinking mm. as soon as that shower passes, they'd be good to go. But, yeah, what an absolute fizzer. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes from now. So...
1: So I think we've got our nose in front, but I read everything. It's doom and gloom. I, I don't know how to read uh, Look, as long as it doesn't rain in Brisbane on Monday and Adelaide later in the week, when we hopefully put the cleaners through Afghanistan and Ireland, I, gotta, I
2: sense we're okay. Yeah, but then Afghanistan are no pushovers, mate. I'm, you know, Rashid Khan in Adelaide, That's where true. he plays all of his cricket. You know, there's four overs where I reckon, you know, a lot of our boys will be a little bit apprehensive against him, so... Look, oh, and as we've said, uh, it doesn't stop the other teams from really pushing their net run rate as well. So um, obviously that it was a big cock up against New Zealand. Like oh, I didn't see that coming, really, that bigger defeat. But now we, we're really, you know, pushing ourselves. So that you know, last night, I know what you're saying, Danan. Uh, Dan, Dan Danan. <laughs> Danan. 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 There's a new one. But, um, yeah, that's why it was such a shame last night. We would have got a really clear picture of where it was all heading. So uh, we were robbed of a good game, I think. Yeah.
3: And that's the problem, isn't it, Bluey? By losing so big to New Zealand, we really put ourselves under the Mm. pump then. And now, with weather, which you can't predict on the east coast of Australia at all, uh, we're now in a position where we have to win big Mm. and hope that the others don't win big.
2: That's right. That's right. And we've got ourselves to blame, haven't we? I mean... That performance against New Zealand—it's you know been well documented now how bad that was. Um, so if we miss out, we've you know we've really only got ourselves to blame. And Bluey,
4: with our runway, like we just spoke about, we need to win big. We're sending Finch out to start off with, and you know no disrespect to him—he's not in the best form that he's that he's been playing you know lately. Do we have to change him? Do we bring Steve Smith in? What what's your thoughts on that one?
2: I can't see them changing guys. I really can't. Like they—they've they've really. Uh, I mean they. They guaranteed Finchie a game four months ago, which mm. I thought was it was either going to be a great decision or it was going to be a horrible decision. Let's just hope that it's not going to be a horrible one because, I mean, that was that was torturous to watch him go about it the other day in Perth. I really hope that Finchie just – I'd rather him just go out there and just slog from, you know, clear that front leg and just pound him like we've seen him do it in the past. You know, just what? really hopefully free himself up. What What's he got to lose, really? Well, that's the um, point, isn't it?
3: I mean, yeah. really, we've got to go out and win big. So why would you bring Steve Smith in, who's an accumulator yep. of runs, yeah. and, and yep. leave out someone like Finchy, who can blast runs? I mean, I think we've got to go with the big hitting team, don't we?
2: Absolutely. And Andrew McDonald was interviewed last night, and that's what he said. We, we picked a powerhouse team. So, you know, why would we why would we go away from that now? Because, as you said, I mean, we, we need to slaughter teams now, so you've got to go with power.
1: Um. Well, I was going to say, Blue, you probably don't have time, but the attitude of selectors seems to have been, and you talk about that Woodsy with Aaron Finch, you know what, you won a World Cup 12 months ago, you you earned this home tournament. It, am I reading that too simplistically? It was like they said, right, well, the group that did it before, well, you mightn't do it again, but at least you've earned a shot.
2: Yep. No, you're right. Absolutely. And and I I'm a bit critical of that decision because a lot can happen in 12 months, and I think Even when we won the World Cup in the UAE, I think uh, Aaron Finch was showing signs that his game was on the decline, and we've seen that in the ODIs. Um, So I thought it was a dangerous way to go. I mean, the the team's had a little bit of change. Obviously, Steve Smith's gone out, but, I mean, let's hope Finchie comes good. I mean, I want to get behind him, um, but, you know, the the signs aren't great, but let's hope he does come good.
1: All right, we better let Bluey go. He just called in, Rich. Uh, We had him booked. But just after ten, and he said, and he just called. We couldn't get him. because He said he was mowing the lawn. He's only done the front. He's got to finish the back now. Well, uh, bl- Glory <laughs> nah. doesn't strike me as a man of manual labour. I'm guessing this is a sit on this is a sit on mower situation. <laughs> no, this is a,
3: this is a paid employee situation with a stubby in hand. <laughs>
2: you know what it is. You know what it is. I'm going to golf this afternoon, and I've got to get my jobs out of the way. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Thank you, Bluey. Uh, I think November 30, the Test Series starts. Bloody hell. It does. It, it'll be around the corner before we know it, and it's all on Triple M. Thank you, mate.
2: Good on you, boys. Thank, Thank you. 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 Bluey.
0: Game, set, and match the cliches time-permitting, Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Triple
1: right, M Dead Set Legends, it's Richard Woodsy today in for Candace and Dan, and we do it for Sportsbet. Now get on the Sportsbet app today and start a bet with mates group. It's a little punters club, uh, basically, yep. that you can have with uh, all your mates. Gamble responsibly, call one 800 858 Great to have my friends at uh, Sportsbet on board. I say my friends like I had something to do with it. I did not, uh, Richard. Um, now, <laughs> I, 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 you know, we all know I've been away for a few weeks, so I, I'm sort of out of the loop on this. He, he, I only know the broad brushstrokes of this netball story, and what a twist! Danelle Wallam scoring the goal the other night, but there was an objection to Gina Reinhardt. Uh, being a sponsor, Gina pulled her fifteen million dollars. This is about as much as I know. Okay, I, now I understand the Lang. Quickly, I, I understand the Lang Hancock thing that he said something reprehensible forty years ago. Yeah. I get that part. Have yep. I got Have I got the broad brush strokes correct?
3: You've got the broad brush. It, it was the young Indigenous player who who just said, "I'm not comfortable wearing the logo of of Hancock prospecting on the on the uniform." Um, because of what Lang Hancock said forty years ago, and the rest of the team then got behind her and said, "Okay, if she's not comfortable, we're going to support her." And mm. they went to the obviously went to their CEO and told her that, and got back to Gina, and Gina said, "Well, if that's the case, um, I'll just take my sponsorship away." Now, whether you agree with what Gina's done or not, there is a broader principle at 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 play here. In my opinion, nobody should have to apologise for something they didn't say, that someone else said, and even more so, 40 years ago. I'm not going to apologise for things that my father said. My father might have said some terrible things, and I totally disagree with him. But I'm not apologising for it because I didn't say it. And I don't see why Gina Reinhardt has to apologise for something he said. Now, people say, oh, yes, but it's Hancock Prospecting. That's a company entity. That is a very different company now to the company it was 40 years ago. I mean people you've just you know let the past go to the to the extent that people in the past said some dumb things but if the people now are not saying them don't hold them responsible for uh, it
1: let me play devil's advocate could she not yes, have said yes please do could she not have said look uh what my father said listen i love my father but on this we're at polar opposites could she have not have said something i'm not saying she should have uh, done that but could she have not of have said she something could have. But you know the other why wouldn't the Netball
4: Australia try get Gina in the room with Danelle and and have a conversation there. Now this is a
1: very good question, would you because this is what I was going to sort of that, that, that ask. May the not question be possible
3: but, but, that may not be possible. Gina is very you know very busy lady, and then um, the team are on the road a lot and that sort of thing. I don't know if it's been possible, but it's not a bad idea.
4: But I'm sure for, they could have got a hook up or something because a way to you know solve that solution is by getting them to talk together because fifteen million dollars is a lot of money to the Netball. You know, hundred
3: percent. All those things are correct. But do you guys in any way agree with me? And I don't mind I if you agree don't. With a you, lot of people Freya. won't. I, I, you shouldn't have to apologize for something other people said that you did not say.
4: I agree with you, Fred, because it's happened 40 years ago. It's a mm. old man. We, you
1: know, times were different back then. We've moved forward. You know? Richard, we're apologising for things that happened over 200 years ago. I mean, that, no, that's honestly that's that, <laughs> that's a society, and I don't want to get into that. But but my but my thing is um, netball, and and you've got a CEO that somehow put netball in this hole. I don't know how it happened. It's a very popular sport. I don't know how it got millions of dollars yep. in the hole, but it did. Um, now we've got a situation. I know this is the reality, Rich, that that CEO, when this fir- issue first happened. Her first thought would not have been, well, how do I make the young player happy? How do, how do I make the team happy? It would have been, how do I protect the money? That's it. Would that not have been her first
3: thought? Uh, I, I wouldn't like to say what her first thought was. I think it's a very difficult situation for any senior. Understand. But, but you would have thought they'd have got the team in there and said, just before you make anyone makes this public, do you want to just consider the situation that we are in? And maybe the team would have said, "Well, maybe if we talk to Jean, we might be able to do something that keeps our young player, you know, happier." Or maybe she's the only one doesn't have to wear the the logo. In fact, Hancock uh, Prospecting said there was never any nothing in the agreement that said they had to wear the, the logo. But, but
4: the other thing now is, since it's come out, the players' association said that they're happy to wear the logo now, yeah, with the money.
1: Know. They know the fifteen million down the drain. It's sim- it's a better to- CEO, a better CEO, Handle surely better. handles this better. Now the young lady is copying it, right? And and listen, she's got an objection, that's her right. And the team wanted to support her. This is all on the and honestly, Gina, she wants to pull her 15 million. That's her right as well. This is all on that CEO. How the hell is she still in the job?
4: It's very similar to what happened with Manly. The decisions from up above. They make decisions without telling the players or or that there's ways that they can handle it, like you said, is why don't we get them all in a room, discuss what who's in, who's in favour of it, who's not in favour. Get what the pros and cons are for it and then we can go and speak to Gene about it and the CEO's got all the information there and then we
3: can squash what we need to squash. I think you're absolutely right, Woodsy, because in this day and age, there are so many things that can be sensitive to so many people yep. every exactly. time. You take a new logo on a new jersey or something like that in a sporting team. You're gonna have to clear it with everybody yeah. before you sign on the dotted line. But <laughs> would he
1: just say that? Again, I'm only coming into this late. That Gina didn't even need the logo on the jersey.
3: No, so, it wasn't part of the no, contract.
1: Unbelievable. So they've lost fifteen million dollars on a problem that didn't need to be there. Hundred percent, Dan. How is that CEO still in the job? She is. Hopeless Triple M Dead Said Legends. Get your helmet on.
0: This is Triple M's Dead Said Legends with Dan
1: Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Richard, I know you're there and I, you know we'll talk about your horses down there. Is it just me or has Cup Week lost a
3: bit of its sheen? Oh, there's no doubt, Dan. And that really pains me to say that it has lost a, a bit of its sheen and it's it's lost a bit of its following. And I think there are a combination of reasons that have caused that to happen. First, the Melbourne Cup is an iconic race that is like no other race in the entire racing world, which is a big, big place. It was a race that engaged every single Australian. They'd watch it on the TV. They'd listen to it on the radio, and they had an opinion on which horse could win, and everyone had a tip or a flutter on the Melbourne Cup. That was the thing about the Melbourne Cup that every other racing jurisdiction, racing nation in the world would have given their eye teeth for, Mm -hmm. and suddenly... Someone down at the VRC, which is the club that controls the Melbourne Cup, the Melbourne Cup, uh, decided that it should be an internationals race, and they brought in all these international horses, more and more every year. You know, it started off when a few came in, that was a good thing, and then they flogged it to death till finally most of the field was coming in from overseas, and the and the people didn't know one horse from another, so they lost that connection immediately, which lost a lot of the following of the Melbourne Cup cause of that the an unforeseen cause of those international horses coming in was the unacceptably high breakdown rate in the race mm. which turned a lot of people away from racing and we're trying to struggling to get them back the other things that happened was they took the broadcast away from channel 7 which had been doing it for God knows 20 30 years before and gave it to channel 10 good on channel 10 but it broke that connection again mm-hmm. more people will probably watch channel 7 today watching the the big race in Sydney no doubt the Golden Eagle, then we would be watching Derby Day, which is one of the greatest racing days in the world. So there are a few of the reasons that they were self-inflicted and they broke that connection. And now it's very hard to get it back.
4: Do you reckon Sydney's hurt that market as well with the Everest and then, as you said, the Golden Eagle today? as as Volandi stepped in and and absolutely hammered him down there? Because that's something that he was trying to do,
3: wasn't it? Well, I think Peter saw an opportunity with the appalling decisions that I'd thought were being made in Victoria, and he obviously thought the same and thought, well, if they're going to go that way, we'll just go our own way. And yes, it, it may have damaged their, their carnival, but it was self-inflicted. They allowed that to happen. Somehow very fitting that
1: Melbourne, which does... I love Melbourne Woodsy, but it does have an inferiority complex and they do need to be recognized. They do they think feel the need us. to be... not even. I'm not worried about Sydney, but the, the, Rich, they do... you lived in Melbourne for many years. Need to be recognized on the world stage with a world sporting capital. Uh, I,
3: I so, don't think that's unique to Melbourne. I understand that. I but, think that's but, an
1: Australian but thing. But I do think that... Is the heart of the problem with the Melbourne Cup is that they felt the need. This race, it might be the biggest sporting event in Australia, bigger than the Boxing Day Test, bigger than the AFL and NRL Grand Finals and Origin. But now we need to be recognised on the world stage. But you brought up something interesting there, and that is, um, you know, the hundreds of thousands of dollars that these owners and uh, spend on bringing these internationals that we don't have a clue about them. And then they get, what were you saying, they're getting rubbed out now by the vets because they
3: are petrified about having a breakdown in the race. Yeah, it's in the it's in the conditions of the race now that you have to pass all these vest tests to, to get a start in the race. And a lot of these international horses who race in very benign conditions in the Northern Hemisphere, soft tracks, that sort of thing, is the norm up there. They come down here, firmer tracks, harder training facilities, and they have... They get, they're getting or they bring with them inherent problems that the vets are discovering here and saying, no, you're not running because we are not going to watch another horse be euthanized after a Melbourne cup if we can possibly help it, which is a very good thing, but it's having a big impact on the race. And these people are bringing out, you know, extraordinarily valuable horses with great expense to get them out here. And they're getting out here and being CT scanned by the vets and the vets are saying, no. To, You're not
4: running. So with the soft track in Freo, it's been running for the last couple of weeks down there. Is it going it's, to be? A, is it going to be
3: an international, big chance to win this one? Well, the ones that get through, you you can bet they're getting the conditions that they really like, and not not that anyone's turning on the sprinklers or all that rubbish. It's raining here. Uh, <laughs> right. It's uh, Melbourne. By the way, I said earlier it was nice to
1: see Melbourne have all I know they've had all the floods, nice to see Melbourne get some rain. I mean I'm just sick of Sydney being yes, exactly. the capital yeah. of rain in this country when and and cricket matches it's being a out today. Yeah. It's
3: actually a nice day. Careful what you wish for, Dan. <laughs> I know. We don't want another ten years of drought. Sports
1: <laughs> update coming up after this. Triple M Dead set legends. We do it for sports bet. Get the app today. Start a bet with maids group. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858
0: Making a racket Little tennis joke there
2: You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life
0: Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganae Richard Friedman and Candice Warner if it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports
1: All right, I'd now throw to our World Cup Rugby League correspondent, Aaron Woods. What is going on at the World Cup, Woodsy? Now, there was a game last night. The Kiwis played against
4: Ireland. Um, Ireland had a really good performance. You know, they were going really well. Jared Rahage's got 10 in the bin, about the 30-odd minute mark. Mm. And the the Ireland coach after the game was absolutely giving it to them. He was filthy. He didn't get red carded. So he got 10 What did he do? He hit a bloke. So what happened? The week before, Ireland got two players uh, suspended for contact with the head. Yeah. And he just did a similar thing. And, you know, he reckons that because the players got rubbed out of the game, They hit that Hargrave should have got sent off. But honestly, I think it was probably 10 at 10 best, which was a fair call. Um, they won 48-10. They played well and there was the first game having Jerome Hughes there, and they looked very dominant. Okay. He played the first 50, 50 to 60 minutes. So um, a lot of people are talking about them to be probably the side that can knock off Australia. And I think they need everyone on board, and Jerome Hughes was outstanding.
1: Now Richard's probably the same as me, and you know, uh, and I don't mean to be derisive, but I'll, I'll really tune in once we get to the quarterfinals. When I'm oh, no. No, uh, no.
3: you've been watching, I like rich. some of the small matches, oh, you know, I like what? watching them because the Minnow the, no, nations
1: play because f- f- Richard all year. Struggled to watch the Friday night games. You <laughs> like it was a celebration if you actually watched a Friday night game. Now we found the time slot. If we can get NRL games at five thirty in the morning, Richard would <laughs> become the greatest expert in this country we, on you know, NRL.
4: I'm with Rich. I like watching the Minnows versus each other because they just
1: fire up and it's well, that's just good different. footy to see. Yeah, but I don't want to see Australia eighty four. Yeah, that's yeah. So when do the uh, who who do we play in the quarters? So, would so you, if all goes to well, we'll
4: play on we'll play against Lebanon. Um, you know, yeah, they've obviously been without Adam Dewey last week. He got uh, sent off for dissent in the first game, so he missed that with suspension. But he should be back for that game. Um, you know, Mitchell Moses has been outstanding form. and are going to talk I'm, about him later. The game I'm really looking forward to for the quarters is Samoa versus Tonga.
3: Okay. Oh, a bit. That will be a beauty.
4: And that was like they weren't tipped to play each other there. It was only that Samoa lost that first game to England which put him in a situation they have to win every game from now. So uh, it's going to be a really big match-up for a quarterback.
3: That's going to be like Roosters playing Souths. Exactly.
1: Richard, you're off mic. Be careful. Now, there's been an update to Brad Pitt snubbing of F1 commentator Martin
3: Brundle. (laughs) Do you see this, Woodsy?
4: i seen it. I didn't think it was that bad.
3: Well... He moved after Serena. Started. dissed him the last time he I saw her.
4: Poor bloke can't get an interview. <laughs>
1: um, well, he's apologised for brushing Brundle during um, the pit walk. Where was last week? Austin, Texas, the American GP, um, and most sided with Brundle. Yeah. Now there is a theory that if you if you turn up to a, 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 the Lavazza marquee at Flemington, you're obligated to speak to the media. That's part of the if ticket. you
4: get if you get the free tickets, you
1: have to. But it's Brad Pitt. Doesn't matter. But it's still Brad Pitt like he could it's just ring
3: up and say, listen thing to do. Of course, if he's a, a good blow, he would
4: have just said, mate, I'm here, it's unbelievable, blah, blah,
1: blah. And, and, and let's not kid ourselves, the only reason he apologised is because he got back. He's like getting shit. hammered. <laughs> he's getting hammered. <laughs> How could you snub this little fella? Exactly. Um and oh, by the way, speaking of Serena, Richard, she hasn't retired, apparently.
3: Oh, it's just. It's, what's extraordinary is I think if you actually listen to what she actually said in her press releases before her mm. so-called retirement, last game at the the US Open, she never actually said mm-hmm. any particular day that she would retire, just that she was retiring or in the process hang on, of. Hang on, hang on. But but if you go there. And you let them put on a show like <laughs> it's your last one and you lap up all that attention Whoa. and not clarify that, hang on, <laughs> this mightn't be my last match. Because if she'd have said that to anybody, they probably wouldn't have gone to that much trouble. They'd have just said, oh, well, well you know, I'll give you a clap. That's great. We mightn't see you again. But no, she lapped it all up like it was the last time I'll ever play. The tears, the whole lot. You
1: know, they were five Why? minute just to video tributes. The poor, the poor opponents had to sit there, get cold, at do reckon, flushing meadow while this bloody tribute well, Would do you play?
4: reckon the, the tournament uh, advisors would have said, oh, we need a bit of help selling more tickets. Can you no, sort of just possible. pump it up?
1: I don't think they might. Have. But I think, in all <laughs> honesty, possible. I'm no Serena fan, but she'll come back and play doubles. I think that's the expectation. Yeah, she'll play doubles for sure. But I think that's what she means by that because anyone who saw her US Open knows, as a singles competitor, she's done. Yes. Um,. And uh, months after the uh, manly rainbow jersey debacle, players who boycotted starting to speak out, Josh Alloyer, um, the so-called ringleader, says he has no regrets about choosing religion over football, despite the fact his sister is gay. He also said, if it comes up again next year, I'm not wearing it. There's no way, Woodsy, we can have a, as Peter Volandis flagged, a rainbow round where all clubs wear the jersey that cannot happen can it no I don't think it will happen
4: but I think it's it's similar to you know the, the, the Gina situation we spoke about early on it's when it did happen at Manly it, it absolutely tore their season apart yes, they didn't indeed. win a game I think it was eight in a row They Seven lost eight in a, row. they've lost yeah, their probably, coach as well it
3: probably cost Desi's job yeah,
4: yeah they've lost Desi the job as well Frio so um you know and you know you're a Manly supporter Frio so you would have yeah, been disappointed yeah. at the back end of the year but oh. It's one of those ones. why wouldn't they get everyone in the room and say, this is an idea that we're trying to do. We're trying to you know be inclusive and bring this jersey in. Who's against it and who's for yeah. it? And then the ways that we can get around it and, and make everyone happy with the outcome that we're going to get.
3: Yeah. I have no problem with religion overriding football because yes. it is just football. Yep. Um, but be consistent. Exactly. Make don't, sure it overrides every single time. Yeah. And, and you know, pretty much get to a point, I think, where – some players won't be playing very many games, and I, you know, if you if you are totally consistent, that's all I'm saying.
4: And the only other thing is, for you, if they don't play that game, they don't get paid that week.
3: Well, no, you can't get the money for not playing.
4: That's can exactly you? right. Well, they got the money last time. Did they? Yeah. Is that
1: right? Well,
3: you get the match payment as
1: well. Triple M, this is the Dead Said Legends Richard's Cup Tip. Have you got a cup tip? I'll get one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, have. Uh, I have. Okay, I well, have. If you want a tip for today, great. But I want to get a cup tip from you as well. We'll do that shortly. No, that's no problem. Triple M Dead Said Legends. Oh, no. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. The Triple M Dead Said Legends. Triple M Dead Said Legends. If you're going to do some punning today, do it with Sports Bet. Get the app. And you can start a bet with mate groups. Scamble responsibly. Call 1 eight hundred eight five eight 858 858. All right, Rich. Uh, how you you been going with your tips? Oh, by the way, Animo f- won last week. Yeah, was it was at two dollars forty or something. Yeah. That
4: finally a, won. I mean, finally, he's a champion. The so week I backed it, for it got done. We, we had oh, a couple of beers at know, the pub with it the wrong week, with the punters' club, and we loaded up on it. Bang, nothing.
1: Oh. Yeah, but, that, well, that's your bad, jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like so I'm on the the WhatsApp group, the Dead Sea yep. Legends, which you've now joined, Woodsy. Yep. And here he is crying about Animo after it wins the Cox Plate, two dollars 40 I mean, not Mate, only did you you rather back of the place. Get more. You better. What do you want?
3: You want short price winners or long price losers? I've told you, I'd rather long. Give us some value. No, just free, I, want to, I just want
4: a winner. I'll take winner. Right, what have, what you, have go. you got today?
3: <laughs> well, I have got one in Queensland that I think will win. T- we've set it up there. We think it'll win. The horse called Ang Pow. Mm-hmm. He'll be going around in uh, in uh, Brisbane this yes. afternoon. Uh, he'll be short.
1: Do we know what racing till win? Five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Woodsy's looked it up. I think it's five. I think it was five. $2.10. $2. Well, it is your horse, so it gives your tip more credibility. Um, yeah. But the Melbourne Cup, Rich, the Melbourne yeah. Cup, We actually, this is the longer this goes on, the more help we need because we don't know most of the horses. Have you got a tip for the Cup?
3: Well, I think it's very open amongst the Australian horses. And, you know, Durston looked like he might be the one, the one that won the Caulfield Cup, but he's been ruled out of the Cup now with... Mm. Uh, with a a chip in the hind joint, which he he may have had his whole racing career and never worried about, but they, they just can't be certain whether it's, it was new or whether it happened in the last race or whether it's been there for two years. So they had to rule him out. So he's gone of the internationals. I think the, the, the obvious horse there is, is Dovi legend. Mm. who is a a horse coming from France. Uh, He's owned in Hong Kong. And, um, I think he's got the right form, and he's had the right preparation out here, and apparently he's done very well since he's got here, which is a big, important thing. So I think if you frame your, your trifectas around him and a couple of the, the strong Australian horses, you'll, you'll get the money. But that's my pick, Doville Legend. Okay,
1: all right. I, I'm looking here. Tell me, are these Astro- Doville Legend, obviously not Australian, without a fight. Is that a
3: foreigner? Foreigner, and
1: Montefilia, that has to be a foreigner. I
3: oh, know, local Sydney horse. Okay, well, what a winner. Gold Trip. Trained here now by Karen Ma. All right. Well, that's
1: two out of the first four uh, locals. Who, Ya Mal? No. What, uh, hey, what about Dewis?
3: Dewis. Dewis. Dewis is trained at Hawkesbury in Sydney, and okay. she's she's very good stayer, and she like, but I think she likes a firm track. Not sure she's going to get ah,
1: one. All right. Okay. All right. So Richard, just saying, uh, the the favorite, just put it in all your uh, exotics and. You might be a just take
3: some, Just take some big odd wa- odds ones around them. You might take, you know, syndicate, take 10 horses to get the first four. You might end up with a million dollars. By the way, no wow.
1: Candice. You would have thought meant no Candice quiz, but no, 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 because we've got a $100 Bingley voucher to give away. Richard's put his hand up. Well, well
3: I can't put my hand up now because I haven't got the questions. Okay. <laughs> well, we've got
1: you on here. That's a victory, honestly. <laughs> um, yes.
3: Um, I mean... I don't
1: expect you to be able to email attachment. You forgot to press the on button an hour ago. <laughs> Triple M Deadset Legends.
0: Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner, the Triple M Deadset Legends. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Deadset Legends for says Queen. Is. All thanks to the great service, great brands, great value, now available in-store and online at Bingley. Better living every day.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, how's this gone the last few weeks, Rich? Appallingly. Well, <laughs> oh, we've gone back
3: to the easy questions for the no, listeners. No, we haven't gone back to anything. It's never reached above appallingly. But we improved it because we made it competitive. For a while.
1: Woodsy, your a contestant is Will from, Randwick. from Randwick. Randwick. Now, who's Will up against... Will's up against you, Dan. Right. Good morning, Will. So no. Good way. morning, gentlemen.
4: <laughs> How are you, big fella? Not bad for an old bloke, and thank you for asking. Oh, that's good, okay. cool, mate. Hope yeah. you got some good knowledge around the sports, big man. Hundred dollar well, bingley voucher up for grabs. I like to
2: consider myself a professional armchair sportsman.
4: Ah, beautiful! So Dan's got a bit of a uh, bit of a all challenge right.
2: here. Okay,
3: well, it'll be rigged. Dan, I've got no chance. Let's well, go. Stop rigging, Dan. Got, <laughs> Dan's got no chance. No right, chance. let's establish that straight away. All right, all will's right. so going to win. We've got three questions each, and if, if
4: we've got a draw, we've got an extra Race question six. each for you. Yeah, we all we right. need to get that far.
3: Dan, your first question.
4: Oh yes, me. Who is currently sitting at the top of the EPL table? Sure, I get this question every
1: week, and I never know it.
4: See, that, that, this is me. not hard. Man oh, City. I know. Bum, bum. Yeah. Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal, yes. Jeez, I almost
1: swore then. All right, Will. This is your
4: I one, mate. I swore then. Who do Australia play in the Rugby League World Cup tomorrow morning? Uh, is that Italy. Yes, one 0 uh, Well done, Will. Yeah, and your 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 question was answerable. That no, was on. it no, was. You you're one hundred percent right. Now the second I one n- might make no it
1: tough. <laughs> Here we go,
4: Dan. Number two. Now Elliot got a shot at this question last week. Now it's your turn, Dan. How many centimeters taller is Richard to Husbullah?
3: <laughs> About two hundred. What? Do you know who Husband? Yeah, is? that little
1: thing. <laughs> yeah. That little thing that yeah, but hang on, that how is many cent- centimetres person, one ex- How <laughs> many centimetres taller is Rich? Well, Richard's about 172. And the little one is um, I'm gonna say hundred centimetres. Bum bum. Seventy-one. Oh. You're really close with Richard. Richard's Wait. actually hundred and seventy-three.
4: Thank you. Should be half hey, a point.
1: On. How is
4: that a question? How is that a question? I'll have to speak to the producer <laughs> here. Well, it might be Candace is Candice's questions. I'm just running off the back here. Aaron, see, stick yeah, your see
3: quiz up your ass. Right? You Come
4: on. you Will. still got another question, mate. Come on. He's going to win. Just All right, Will. A the Melbourne Cup win. is on Tuesday. Which horse won in 2021? Oh, that's a good question.
2: That is a good question. Do you think I'm just... it eludes
4: me? Oh, mate, this would be a good one for your lunches. You should get this one.
2: Good. It's oh. a very
1: easy
3: answer.
4: Right?
1: No, it's not. I
3: don't know it.
4: Something.
1: No one remembers the Melbourne Cup winner.
3: Bum, bum, no good.
4: It was very elegant, big fella. Oh See, yeah. I, I even it. tried to give the tip. I said it was very easy. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. One nil. Dan. Third question. Geez. Will this would be embarrassing if you got done? Honestly, this, this mate, would be embarrassing. This. This, this is answerable again. You I should get this one right. Ready? Okay. okay. The Western Sydney Wanderers played in Newcastle. Played the Newcastle Jets yes. last night. Yes. What was the final score?
1: 1 mm. 1. Bum bum. 2 0. That's it.
4: Will's the winner. <laughs> Good on you, Will. Will. <laughs>
1: You'll never guess. You're the winner. On fire, legend. <laughs> Now why couldn't you have asked the middle question to me as a fair question? Damn, I'm damn, just saying. No, well, well, what I'm saying is I was please, not going to win. this is embarrassing.
3: You can't go back over this.
1: No, no, no. I'm
4: saying I'm not going to win. This is how Candice sent it to us today to to, to read out. So okay. Well done, told. Will.
1: Uh, you get the $100 Bingley voucher. So uh, no jackpot, but Will gets to go to Bingley. Great service, great brands, great value. Now available in store and online at Bingley. Better living every day. Triple M Dead Set Legend. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms
0: or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead, 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 Dead Set Legends. Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace
1: Warner. Triple M, Dead Set Legends, Woodsy, Dan, and Rich. Uh, Woodsy, have you ever lost luggage? I have once. And it scarred me. I was on a
4: footy trip. We are going up to Townsville and, yeah, had my footy boots and my favourite pair of budgie smugglers in there. So <laughs> every every time I travel now, I put my footy boots and budgie smugglers you in my backpack. You look
1: like a budgie smuggler candidate. Always, you... mate, always. I've, <laughs> I've
4: got the you know the worst rigging. they They got an award coming out soon, so I wish I was always nominated for that. Rich, I imagine you've done a fair bit of travelling. You would have lost
3: right. luggage at some point. The worst time was I lost all my luggage. I had to get on a boat. I was sailing off, so I sailed off without the luggage for two weeks with one T-shirt and a pair of shorts. Oh, orchards.
1: that's shocking. And I bet you got off at the end of the two weeks and thought, you know what, I could have packed light. I didn't need a full bag. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I bring they this wanted to
3: throw me off the boat. They because, said it stunk so bad. So
1: I did a trip to America, and a great trip uh, with uh, family, but we went from LA to Memphis, right, because we had members of the family who wanted to yep. see Graceland. It was fantastic. I'm glad we went. But not the easiest place to get to Memphis. In fact, one airline basically takes you there direct. It's called Allegiant. Think Jetstar, but cheaper. And, oh, I <laughs> know, no, no. like Tiger Jetstar. Airways, old Tiger Airways. Tiger, but cheaper.
4: <laughs> Scoot. Wow, can't get any cheaper than that.
1: Six bags went on. Five bags came. Hey, off. that's no, what was no. cheaper. <laughs> this is when the fun began. Now, right. genius move by uh, your host. I put air tags in these bags. Very smart. Have a look where Baggage 2 is. This was three weeks ago. Have a look where Baggage 2 is right now, Woodsy. Oh, it's still at the airport. It's at Memphis Airport. Well, never got to Memphis, right, the first time. Right, never got to Memphis. (laughs) We're only there for two days. They have contract workers. They're not even Allegiant employees. They said, the first thing they said was, oh, you have to come back the next day. I said, don't you send it to the hotel? No, you'll have to come back to the airport. So straight away, we're out of pocket. Next day, I look at the air tag before we go to the airport. Bag hasn't moved out of LA. Then they say, well, we'll we'll, we'll FedEx it to your next place, which is in New York, right? And, okay, fine. Four days later, the bag then flies from LA to Memphis, where it is still being held. (laughs) But you cannot call these people. You get a voicemail or you're on hold for three hours and all they do is take down your notes and say, oh, we'll get back to you. Yeah. You know what they do with that? They take down the it and say, yeah,
3: we'll send it on in a FedEx it onto you. And then they just put your note in the bin next to them. This has been nearly three weeks. It's three weeks tomorrow. It's unbelievable. And, um, it,
1: oh, and you had on no call from no one. Facebook Messenger got some Paluko who does their social media. And there he was go. nice. Lupe was his name. <laughs> and he said, oh, it'll take four to six weeks. Uh, <laughs> mightn't take that long, but you're looking at four to six weeks. <laughs> this- why is it hard to just put it on a plane but the back, back to see and my s-
3: segment? And, this I, is, this said,
1: is, this is and I said, Dan's <laughs>
3: grievance. a grievance.
1: My air tag says it's in Memphis. I know where it is. Can you not send it back to, say, LA and we can pick it up on the way home? Oh, no, no, it's not my department. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Anyway, so it Alleg- says no.
1: Allegiant Airlines, everybody. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Oh, no. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, oh. and Candace Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Rusty uh, coming up for Bendix Break shortly, but now it is time for this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends sports update. Uh, look, I'm sure you know by now, Australia's match with England at the T20 World Cup was a washout. So next for the Aussies is Ireland on Monday in Brisbane. I mean, Greg Blewett was on earlier. He said, don't take Afghanistan lightly. I suppose we can't take Ireland lightly as well, given they beat England. So, um, and you well, know what? What a blessing it for us. It wasn't for Marcus is. Stoinis. Oh, our run rate yeah, We down. could be stuffed. Honestly, it, we, we were not – I don't think we were going to beat poor, poor
4: old Aaron Finch couldn't see the ball. He just couldn't get back to ball the other night. I felt so sorry for him. I, about, we are
3: in a precarious position because we – Big time. Through being flogged by New Zealand early, yeah. and now we're in a position where we've got to win big and the others can't. Um,
1: also, cricket, Tim Payne, back in the news, he's putting out a book. Jeez, cricketers love a book, don't they? Um, where he addresses, his... they are never honest during their whole career. It's the—they're the most boring media people in—in—in in, in the game, and yet they'll five minutes after the they retire or they're out of the yeah the they're biography the comes and they actually tell the truth. Anyway, he addresses his exodus test captain. He says the boss of cricket Australia didn't have the guts to sack him, so it was essentially left to a PR consultant to just gently nudge Payne into resigning. Now, what makes this story rich even more intriguing is the fact that Payne said. There was a plan formulated between Cricket Australia and he in 2018 because they knew eventually this story was going to come out. They had a plan in case it came out while he was captain at the sexting story, and he says things according to the plan was supposed to go very, very differently.
3: Mm. Well, I, I, what, <laughs> yes, that, I don't know what the plan was, so I can't really comment on, on Well, evidently you know, not where... to resign. Well, no, one would think it wasn't to resign. Maybe he would just step down as captain and play on, or I don't know. Look, it's a mess, and just lesson to be learned. You just, any, every, got to, every time you speak to anybody, or send it, particularly if you send messages to anybody, mm. you've got to assume that other people are going to see it.
4: Well, do you think they probably should have knocked the nail on the head earlier if they knew it was already out there? Should we get rid of it, or instead of prolonging it, and then when it did come out, sort of carried on like it was a bit of a kerfuffle out of nothing no, and they end up losing his captaincy.
3: It's very hard to take that decision early, isn't it? Oh, let's expose it all now when we, people say, well, maybe this will just go away. Maybe if we just say nothing, it'll just disappear. Um, and then, of course, it doesn't.
1: Uh, let's change tack tacky. Socceroos did something very interesting uh, and took a stance uh, against Qatar, um, or at least elements of Qatar. Of course, they're about to head there for the World Cup.
3: These migrant workers who have suffered are not just numbers. Like the migrants that have shaped our country and our football, they possess the same courage and determination to build a better life.
2: As players, we fully support the rights of the LGBTI plus people. But in Qatar, people are not free to love the person that they choose. Addressing these issues is not easy and we do not have all the answers.
1: Wow. Fascinating that they're the first. And that's what I think gives them credibility, Woodsy. And Isn't will it... be the only. Will be the only out yeah, because they've gotten a bit of backlash from it as well.
4: I think from the Qatar people. Uh, I don't know if the FIFA people have come out and stood up for us. Well, as the well. easy
1: the easy pushback is well, if you don't like it, don't come.
4: Don't come. That's and that's yeah. what everyone says. They said, it, is, is it really a stance if they go over and play the World Cup? If they if they take themselves out of that competition? I,
1: I've got to be honest. Point. When I saw the report, Rich, I thought, oh, this is a box ticking. This is to cover asses here. This is what I thought. I thought, oh, well, they're going to go over there, but at least they've acknowledged the migrant issue where something like three to 7,000 people have died, although the Qatar people say it's 30 people and only three, we can be sure, died building stadiums and obviously the LGBTI issue. But the fact that they were first and maybe the only, I think there is a courage that comes with that, Rich, to, to put them on the line, um, you know, not knowing if anyone else will.
3: I don't think it'll have any meaningful effect Oh, no. And, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what. I thought the the Football Federation of Australia, if they've sanctioned this, I, I can't imagine why because I can make you a list of another 20 or 30 countries, 10 to 15 of which may one day host a World Cup, <laughs> yeah. who you will have to make a similar video about. So are you going to do it every time you go to a World Cup? Just lambast the hosts? Is that is that how we want to roll? This is just another... Knee-jerk. Let's let's do what we th- what people think will be really nice right now, without thinking of the ramifications of that going into the future. In my opinion.
1: All right, Triple M. This is the, I think a lot of people would agree with you, Rich. One triple three five three. You can call us any time. But Rusty coming up after this, talking a bit of motorsport. Big weekend uh, on the Gold Coast. Triple M. Dead set Legion. Dan Genane,
0: Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends.
1: All right, it is a good weekend in motor racing, so of course, time to talk to this man. Rusty's motorsport update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. He's been with us each and every show this year, Greg Rust from the Rusty's Garage podcast, which you can get for free on the very popular listener app. Rusty, good morning. Morning, Legends, how are we all? Excellent. Um, Supercars, that's where you are. I can hear the beach in the background. Supercars on the Gold Coast, which I thought was going to be a night race one of these days. But anyway, maybe COVID changed that back. Shane Van Gisbergen could wrap up the title there. What does he need to do to get it done this weekend? Yeah, he's
5: got a lead of 567 points. So all he needs in race one today is 33 points to put it safely beyond doubt. So... Basically the the main contender now that he's up against is Cam Waters and Cam put his best foot forward in Friday practice going quickest. The other contenders that were in the mix kind of fell by the wayside after Bathurst. So the likes of Will Davison, Anton Di Pasquale. It really is down to Shane Van Gisbergen versus Cam Waters. But, But effectively if Cam were to say win it today and Shane finished in 24th or better he would put the driver's title beyond doubt. Wow, and Rusty, the supercars have
4: released a statement vowing to crack down hard when it comes to abusive online behaviour by fans who go
5: too far. Yeah, I'm a massive supporter of this, as you guys know. I'm sick of some of the the stuff that, um, you know, know, we don't mind a bit of subtle kind of sledging, if you will, but the personal attacks are just not on the, um, you know, know, our driving standards advisor, Craig Baird, who does an amazing job. He was, he had plenty of uh, just grubby stuff, leveled at him um earlier in the year and that is dead set wrong so we don't know exactly what the penalty will be i hope that it's something really heavy-handed like exclusion from the races or something like that they need to um set the tone and ban these people from this kind of activity we want the comment we want the passion we do not want the uh the you know the personal stuff
1: well if we can we're gonna find them if we can find them great but um boy oh boy it's needle in a haystack stuff anyway f1 is in mexico this weekend most of the chat is about red bull which has been hit with a seven million dollar fine about some uh, development restrictions for next year now this is all over some budget breach back in 2021 now this is f1 7 million it could be you know change in the in the in the, in the front or is it is it a slap on the wrist or does it the, does it go far enough? What, what seven million? Tell me.
5: A breach is a breach. So you'll get people here saying, "Look, the governing body haven't been heavy-handed enough, and and more needed to be done." I don't know if I think that it should be the kind of a penalty that is applied to the driver. It's got to be a team thing. Um, I mean, their spending is in the order of $135 million a year. The breach uh, is very minor when you look at it against that figure. And ironically, if they've applied apparently a tax credit a certain way, um, the breach would have only been about $400,000. So uh, $7 million fine. Um, importantly, there is less aerodynamic um, and, and sort of development time, if you will, and someone tried to quantify that one of the journalists I saw, and particularly in relation to time in the wind tunnel, I think Red Bull will en- end up with something like 17% less time than Mercedes and 12% less than Ferrari, and mm. that will make a difference.
1: All right. Thank you very much, Rusty. We'll chat to you next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll catch you next week. Have a great weekend. And we do it, of course, for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Uh, we'll take a break here on the Dead Set Legends and wrap things up soon. Making a racket.
0: Little tennis joke there.
2: You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life.
1: Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganae,
0: Richard Friedman and Candice Warner.
1: Yeah, another show in the can. Uh, Thank you very much to Woodsy. Great job, Woodsy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. Uh, I'm guessing we've got four or five weeks left. You'll probably be back at one point because one of us will be missing at some point. That's
4: right. Always be here. Take the call.
1: Always welcome. (laughs) All right, Richard Friedman, it's time to do this. A list of grievances.
3: Dan, you stay in a lot of hotels. Woodsy, I'm assuming you do the same. Yep. I'm staying in a hotel here in Melbourne. There it is, the soap pump in the shower. Why can't they have a bar of soap like normal people? Why have they got to go with this liquid rubbish? You can't, you can't get enough of it on you. It washes off before you've even had a chance to lather it. You know, I like the soap bar. Because you know it fits in places that you just can't oh, get that no, no, soap no, no, stuff no. in. Richard, you know it's the liquid Richard,
1: bar. Richard, no. What? But hang on, you got to throw the soap bar away. Yeah, I mean that's. You
4: said you weren't going yes. to just, just pump the soap pump twice. Pump it more.
3: No, you can pump it as many times as you like. You just can't. By the time you get it on your hand, the shower's washing it off your hang hand. Hang it, but there's nothing it's worse. It's pathetic. What about when you gonna the It's just undercut costs. That's one one all of your it's done worst for.
1: I'll tell you why. Because every time you go to a hotel and it's a soap bar, you've got to unwrap it. Exactly. And you've got to get in there with your bloody teeth and yes. rip it apart. You're no saying you'd prefer that. that. You'd prefer that yes. to, the, oh, to, the, to the... And dis- then you drop the soap and you got to pick and it up. who knows
3: what people are doing with that pump pack in the shower. I've got no idea. I don't want to touch it. I'm happy to unwrap a soap bar. You're a strange man. You really are. <laughs> no, that's not strange. That's thing, just cheap of the hotel. That's you know, all it is. The only thing I'd ask
4: with that rich is, well, bring ha- own. how do they change it?
0: Because,
4: I do bring my own. A lot now,
1: of the that's time, strange. A lot of the time <laughs> it's locked into a jar. How do they come in and change it? <laughs> what? Well, they open but, it up and they put in the liquid, don't they? That's
3: right. And you know where the liquid comes from? That'd be the cheapest dishwashing liquid they could buy. Oh, no, cause, it normally cause smells nice because fresh. bar
1: soap is just, that's the, that's the highest quality. It's what the royals use. That's right. All right. I want to take the soap no, bar that's home. that's it. Enough, enough. <laughs> Triple M Dead Set Legends. Back to do it all again next week. Game, set and match. And other
0: cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner.